This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are joined by a special guest, and we're talking all things about her Disney cookbook. But wait, this is not a cookbook about the park food. You're going to want to hear this. Every Disney fan is going to want to hear the behind the scenes that we got from this author. Stay tuned to hear more. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hello, Carrie. Hey. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. How's it going? Buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. pal. Buddy, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, Present. too. Present and accounted for. Yes. <sighs> Carrie, we, um, so last week we were just the two of us, just the two of us, mm-hmm. um, for our episode, but this week, uh, we, we have a guest, so we'd like to mix it up. We don't like to have like too many guests back to back to back to back. Um, and then we don't want to be just the two of us back to back to back to back because people, you know, like, because you know, because you know, maybe a little much. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a little much too, too much Carrie and Fran, um, so anyway, this week we we have a guest um and we're going to be chatting with her and you know, it's funny like I've I've seen her, I've heard of her and I'm really excited to get a chance to talk to her. Like she's 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 a an author. Like she's she's written a bunch of books about Disney stuff and she's in the Disney community and she's kind of fun. She is. And her, her- name is Kimberly Bouchard. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly, you just wanted to say her name, Kimberly Bouchard. Yes, Bouchard. yes, yes. <laughs> so, do you want to want to bring her in, Carrie? Let's get started. Let's get started. Kimberly, welcome to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We are so excited to have you here. I am super excited to be here. Thank you. We have been, so we're so excited to talk about your book and the cookbook and like your whole series. But before we get started, we want to just talk a little bit about you. So I was doing a little digging online and I found out that you are Canadian, just like Carrie and I. (laughs) Yes, I am. I know a lot of people actually um, don't realize that actually until maybe I say um, about or, you know, some story, you know, those kind of words uh, that they kind of figure out that I'm not quite from the southern border, south of the border. But uh, yeah, we immigrated here uh, 11 years ago. I um, had no idea that was where my life was going to lead me. Uh, love it. I'm proud Canadian and a proud American to be. I get uh, my my dual citizenship, our whole family, uh, by the end of the year. So yeah, it's, um, and, and, and I have to say that uh, it's very few podcasters that I ever get to be interviewed by that are in Canada. So this is a real sweet <laughs> That's treat. awesome. Hey, that's yeah, great. Eh? <laughs> it's great, eh? Um, <laughs> it is, eh? <laughs> now, what part of Canada are you from? Uh, well, I was born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, but I grew up in Alberta and have lived in Victoria and Quebec City as well. But when we moved here, we moved from Alberta. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. 
I was I was pleasant. I was going through and I was like, oh, my goodness, she's Canadian. Yeah, I put that on the back of all my books because I, I think it's important. It's important to me anyways, you know, um, that people know that and that I do reside in the U.S. and very happily because, you know, I have to tell you that. Uh, I was a world traveler anyways, because my kids were um, world level Irish dancers. And so we traveled for 15 years competing and performing. And um, it's wonderful. But I'll tell you, when you have roots in your country, you become very patriotic when you're out of it. <laughs> and, uh, but I have to also say that I, you know, I don't know about you guys going to um, the different pavilions, uh, the American um theater and the hall of presidents and stuff but every time i come out of there i'm like in tears i'm a proud american and every time i come out of the canadian pavilion i'm in tears well actually i'm in tears during the <laughs> whole show and uh, i don't know if people understand quite what it means to be in that you know show and seeing your your homeland uh when you live in the u.s but i i am just so grateful and i love both my countries both of my countries are my home oh that's so fantastic Oh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into Disney? Like, where did your love affair of Disney start? Yeah, well, you know, like everybody, I think we watched Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights, right? After supper or during supper. And that was really fantastic for me. I mean, we didn't have very many channels growing up. Uh, you know, in Canada, at least we didn't have very many. I think we were lucky to have two or three, but, um, or one. <laughs> and so that was a real special treat. Um, and then, you know, I got to go to Disneyland for the first time when I was 12 years old and, and we drove there and that castle just blew my mind because as a little girl, you see this and you, you don't realize that, oh my gosh, there is an actual place that this castle exists. And so I, I, did you know some tr a few trips to Disneyland once only with my whole family and then Walt Disney World my my husband introduced me to Walt Disney World where he had been you know he'd grown up in Walt Disney World pretty much as a as a French Canadian I mean it was a direct shot to Orlando and uh, so you know we it just that became our go-to part but then living in um, Seattle we I, I have both those parks on my radar all the time you know uh, I go frequently but Orlando is our main park now because we actually have a little place um, there uh, oh, that, nice. yeah that we got a year ago which then six weeks ago, uh, we decided to move permanently to Orlando. So um, I'm grateful we have our little vacation and we'll land there and then we'll buy, you know, the house that we want to buy. But moving closer to the magic, it, it's it's what's not to like, you know, it makes you feel good. Everybody's happy. And it's just, you know, memories of childhood and and. I don't know, a lot of memories with my kids there and my family, my my dad and my mom. And um, it's just, it, it makes me happy. And, you know, you get to be a certain age and <laughs> you kind of think, what am I doing? And why not go when you can? You know, life is short. So let's uh, let's do it. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Amen. Amen. We've been and we've been talking about that a lot lately about, you know, uh, what do you if not now, when? <laughs> yes, I know. And, you know, if somebody would have told me six and a half weeks ago that I would be in my RV <laughs> two miles from my house, you know, and, and 
you know, listing our home, I would have thought they're out of their mind, really. Uh, but, you know, things happen. And I am not in charge. The big guy in the sky is in charge of my life. And uh, so I go with it and trust, you know. Yep. Absolutely. And it, you've, you're very, um, so people don't know your life's been a bit crazy. You're trying to move. And that's what you just said. You're in your RV right now recording this because that's, <laughs> you had to get out of the house. <laughs> yes, I know. And, and it's kind of, um, I wanted to tell your audience that I was thinking ahead. So I have Cinderella castle behind me. And it's all like, you got the little Tinkerbell pixie dust in there and, and, uh, they won't see it, but you know, at least it's there. I'm telling you. There. You know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had a big, obviously, you know, love for for Disney growing up, and um, before we, because really, we were here. We want to talk about your cookbook, um, yeah. your Positively Disney cookbook. But even before that, you have a whole series of books, Positively yes. Disney. Yes. Well, you know what happened is. Um, these really extra magical things started happening to us when we were at the parks, like profound. So for example, when we were at the Americans garden, American garden theater, it was 2001. And there was an advertisement for on the marquee that river dance was river dance is, you know, the Irish dance troupe. We've seen that. Let's, let's come back. So we did. And our kids were taken with it. They ended up becoming good at it. And, that one little show changed because we ended up traveling um, a lot for 15 years with the kids. And uh, other things were happening as well. Um, so unfortunately, on my very first Disney cruise with our kids, my dad passed away at home. And um, we knew, you know, that his time could be at any time, but we were advised, you know, go on our trip. And oh my gosh, the cast members, <gasps> what they did for us in our time of need was outstanding so these things that were happening to us I thought my gosh they must be happening to other people and it was my way of thanking the cast members because how would these cast members even know what they've done to affect your life you know and so I thought well I'm gonna I'm gonna just see if there's other people out there which of course there were and um, funnily enough, my very first animator I met at an Irish dance competition. <laughs> and so a Disney animator was there and I met a couple others that ended up, if you fast forward that about 15 years, ended up being some of my son's professors who, one of my two sons just graduated university a few weeks ago. So it's come full circle. Disney has always been a part of our lives, somehow, some way, some shape and form. And whenever we traveled, guess what? I would always scout out the Disney stores and the best Disney store I've ever been in bar none is in Dublin, Ireland. It's a three story Disney store. And they were very gracious to let me, um, film it and all that. And I put it up and I remember within two hours or like 20,000 views, but it reached 38,000 views a few in a few hours. And then somehow, you know, got taken down because I was not supposed to have so many views. But oh, it was so fun. And Scotland, everywhere we went, and even my husband, when he was traveling the world, uh, he would go to the, the the one in India or or Germany or whatever, and he'd bring me stuff back, you know. So he, he, he laughed out because he thinks that I'm a bigger Disney fan than he 
than him now. But uh, yeah, so so anyways, the, the original way I started writing the books is I, I put out there, I said, hey, if anybody's got something they'd like to share with me, please do so. And that's how it started. And I'm actually uh, working on book six. Uh, and the Positively Disney series are the heartwarming stories about Disney's impact on people's lives. I've interviewed people from 12 different countries and they're animators and artists and, and guests and cast members and from all walks of life and all stories. And it actually, I had the good fortune to um, hang out with uh, Jack Canfield, who is the co-author of The Chicken Soup the soul series um a few years back and um he actually endorsed my books he called me up one one day said i'd like to endorse your books and this is what you can say and i'm like what oh that's yes. amazing <laughs> you know, i was pretty excited wow and um yeah because you never know if there's a scammer calling you know, from california and unrecognized <laughs> numbers i'm glad i answered the phone but um yeah so so that's how how it, it progressed, and um, it's just been wonderful. And then, voila, the cookbook came out in November, and uh, I just um, it has to be about meaning. Like there has to be meaning behind the recipe, and so um, of course the stories behind the recipes are just as fabulous as the recipe. That's so fantastic. So you so the cookbook. You actually have recipes from some pretty iconic people in the Disney sort of stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, okay, we could go there. So original Mouseketeers, Sherry and Sharon and Cubby and um, Mouseketeer Annette uh, Funicello and Sharon and the voices of Goofy, the original Donald Jack. Um, uh, um, Mickey Mouse Heat. Now there's two Mickey Mouse voices, which you know what? I didn't even know about till I did my cookbook. And he's done a lot. He's actually a very, um, uh, he's Canadian Greek. So I got a little Canadian in there. And uh, yeah, so so the voices and um, the actors, a lot of the actors from Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Hocus Pocus, Star Wars, uh, Frozen, Aladdin. Um, oh gosh. Uh, yeah, there's there's more, but and 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 filmmakers and animators and artists and how yeah, did you get in touch fun. with these people? Yeah, like, to, how like, how how does it happen that you know you just say, hey, can, you got a recipe for me? Got like, a recipe and a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like that. So, um, you know, because I knew so many people from doing the the regular series, right? Um, just uh, like called them up or emailed them and said, Hey, I'm doing this cookbook. And if you want to, um, you know, share that with your friends, please do so. And you know what, like in, in two weeks, I had 50 recipes in my email and stories. Yeah. In two wow. weeks. But I was like, okay, that's only 50. I need a lot. So um, uh, I was kind of like, okay, well, you know, how, how is this all going to go? Cause I only, decided to do that back in April and so it was very fast process and um and then I had to cut it off at uh 110 um and and the stories behind it and it was so fun and it, it just you know word spread actually and I did a few cold calls and for the most part people were on board the ones that couldn't were actually filming so Harrison Ford was filming Indiana Jones and um... okay, wait, wait, wait 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 did you you cold called Harrison Ford <laughs> 
Oh, his agent. His agent. Oh, he was filming. But you, but you talked to a person who's talked to Carrie's <laughs> laughing at me. But wait, wait, wait. Oh. You talked to a person who talked to Harrison Ford? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, oh, that's funny. Yeah. And, and so, oh, another, like, something, another, uh, some of the recipes, like, so Carrie Fisher's brother, Todd, I, I know him pretty well now, and his mom, Debbie Reynolds, you know, I got recipes from them. But it was really odd how I got her recipe finally, because we were actually, this is kind of a funny story. Um, so, book five is the Star Wars edition. So, Carrie's story is in there. And I said, hey, Todd, I'd love to get, you know, some recipes from your mom and Carrie. And for the longest time, we couldn't get a hold of Carrie's cook. And um, <laughs> found out later that he got into um, not the chef business, but another business, the cannabis business. <gasps> and so we weren't too sure. I mean, it's all legal and legit, but it's like we were not getting through this guy. So Todd once said, he said, hey, give me a call. So I called him because you're ready to record this. So. Uh, I got all ready, and he told me the family recipe, the secret family recipe, and all the A-listers would have had this recipe. It was at all their parties, all their functions, all their birthdays, all their celebrations, everything. So that was so cool. And um, wow. <laughs> and but yeah, I, so I I, call, I I I'm very fortunate to have those kind of pathways to people and you know people. But you know um, something about me is like. To me, it doesn't really matter what you do in life. These people are not their roles, even though they're out there and it's fantastic, their work and stuff like that. Like they're people like us. They need to eat. They have family members that, you know, pass down recipes through the generations. You know, those smells from grandma or grandpa or your mom, you know, cooking. Like they all bring emotions forward. And and actually in November, I was uh, speaking at a conference in Orlando and I had some of the Pirates guys, the Hocus Pocus guys, Frozen the girls, young Elsa and Anna on stage with me. And it was actually quite an emotional experience for them talking about the story behind the story. And mm -hmm. something that was very neat, too, is you have to understand, like, as I said, we're all people here. We all have a life path. And sometimes we intersect, which is great. But people are still people they still have the same you know they need to eat they need to they want their children to grow up and be all right you know like we still have the same needs you know and so i never go kind of i've never kind of really actually gone like fangirlish on anybody i guess I, that was one of the questions i was gonna ask you oh really as you're talking about this and you're saying they're people and i told i totally get that but yeah. quite honestly i'm sitting here thinking like, I can't imagine sitting next to Harrison Ford eating a hamburger. Like, I just, like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, I can't picture him in sort of normal day life. But you're right. They oh. all have the everybody same. Everybody has normal life. Everybody has yeah. a normal life. But, yeah. you know. So well, you, you know, you've never fangirled? You've never sort of been starstruck or, or anything about anyone? No, I think what happens to me is, uh, you know, after I interview them or after I go for lunch or whatever with them, I just kind of sit back and think, oh, well, this is kind of interesting. You know, it's just a bit different in my life now. And I I, 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 I kind of don't realize how different my life is to what it was until I'm talking to people, you know, that I've known for years and we're, I'm just like chatting with so-and-so and so-and-so and, and they're like, what? And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I guess that, that sounds a little different, you know, um, but you know, so for example, let me tell you this. This is so fun. 
And I'm going to have you guys guess this too. So, okay. uh, and actually I better back up the bus here a bit. So because you're Pixie Dusty Podcast, which is perfect for today, because my good friend, Margaret Carey, the original Tinkerbell, it is her 93rd birthday today. Isn't that appropriate? Oh, oh wow. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And another just little teeny side is the longest um, flying uh, Tinkerbell from Disneyland. Her name is Gina Rocco. It's Gina DeMarco. It's actually going to be in book six. And she's already going to be in the second cookbook. Yes, I spilt the beans. Oh, <laughs> wow. the second cookbook. But anyway, so Margaret, Margaret is such a sweetheart. And, and we have really connected on um, kind of a very deep level. And um, something that I will share with you at the end of this um, little story about what she asks herself every day. And it's beautiful. And I had it written on a piece of paper I kept in my podcast room and I still keep it with me because it's so important. But anyways, so Margaret was at the Orlando um, the gig that I was at and she needed a ride back to Sarasota. So I have um, my little Volkswagen bug convertible um, there uh, at my my house there and I thought oh we're going to just go for a fun little drive you know to Sarasota which is like an hour and 15 minutes and I had never driven to Sarasota before I don't think I'd even been there before actually but anyways so I picked Margaret up at the hotel and what do you ladies think Miss Margaret and I talked about for almost two hours just I want you to see what you guess. I asked people this in my um, in my presentations. Nobody's guessed it, but I just want you to. Intr- okay, guess. so this is the original Tinkerbell. Yes, yes. So she was like 92 and a half, you know, in, in November. Wow. So mm-hmm. for almost two hours, one way, driving. I can't. I, um, I want, uh, Carrie, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like it. I, I want to say, anything, like, I suppose. Just a guess. I want to say automobiles. Like what do, the, what do you think, Carrie? I don't know. Her grandma's chili recipe. Oh. <laughs> chili recipe. And Francine, you say automobiles. Guess yes. what? What? We did talk about cars. We talked about sports cars because we both are huge sports <laughs> car people. And her fav- and we were talking, you know, comparing vehicles today and the different, you know, add-ons that they have that are so unnecessary. And her favorite car was her blue Ford Mustang, 1964 Ford Mustang. She used to bomb around L.A. And oh, that was my her favorite gosh. one. Yeah, and I was telling her about my Porsche and about different things. And, and on my Porsche, um, so people might not know this about me, but... The space program is also a huge um, love of mine. So Disney and the space program, besides animals, um, is goes hand in hand. And so on my license plate now, I uh, on on my Audi, I have the number two Disney on it, and on my my Porsche, I had. Now you guys tell me what you think it is. It's well, it should be easy, but R O C K T. G R L. Rocket Girl. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because I love the space program. And a very good friend of mine is the two time shuttle astronaut in that. He actually did, he was one of them that did the forward in book five of the of the Disney um positively Disney series. But um you can take that two ways, like rocket, you know, kind of rocket. Yeah. And and rocket girl. And um it's so funny because most people 
people are like, what, what does that mean? What is that referring to? And um, because I, I, lo I love the space program. And so I'm very excited to be able to be closer to my two loves. Although my sad part of the story are my kids are going to be left over here. Oh, and no. I know. <laughs> becoming an empty nester and I'm emptying the nest myself so oh boy that's been a that's a bit of a journey in itself that's another book but um yeah so Miss Margaret and I talked about sports that's cars interesting. all the you way there you would never yeah. uh, like you well Fran guessed I guess but well, like no, a, but all... a 93 year old would want to talk about sports cars I, I know could, right? I never thought about sports cars all I kept thinking was if you're just getting in the car you don't really know each other and you got a two-hour drive ball and she's like 92 yeah maybe you're yeah. gonna talk about the evolution of a car but I would never oh. have thought sports cars yeah yeah, Margaret and I actually have known each other for several years. And you know what's so fun? She's writing the foreword for book six, which is very appropriate since, you know, my Gina is going to, the the the, the flying Tinkerbell is going to be in that one. But the, what I did say I was going to tell you is there is something that um, Margaret asks herself every single day. And I love it. And it's so meaningful. And she, she asks herself, have I brought joy to God today? She asks herself that every single day. And you know what? I think she does every single day. She is such a sweetheart. And she's such a, she's just hmm. she's positive. You know, she's got the light. She's one of those people you meet and she's got the light. Yeah. Oh, I have a so. bit of a lump in my throat. <laughs> oh, I don't mean to do that. But, but, but it's just, you know, it's lovely. Um, you know, that that's one thing. Being an author of, of of the books and the cookbook, and I've had I've been very fortunate to be able to have um co conversations that went below the surface with, mm -hmm. with so many people. Um, gosh, that could be a book in itself, but I wouldn't because that's just conversations private conversations right uh but it, it it's been fascinating to to get to know these people on a very different level than their public know them mm -hmm. and uh i i have to say i'm very blessed i am very very blessed uh to to you know be able to call bob gur up and he clears his whole week waiting for me to come come for dinner with him or you know just you know most most dear sherry she'll take me to her club for for lunch or you know just just these people are 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 just wonderful they really are wonderful people too like i i yeah i don't know i don't allow anybody that feels like they're all that in a bag of chips in my books not one not one i, I love that saying <laughs> um, but you know exactly what i mean right yep um so it, it's just that something i'm very happy with all the people that are in the books they're all good people they're good-hearted mm -hmm. so. well i can tell you carrie and i fangirled we had bob Gurr on the podcast and let me oh, tell nice. you fangirl this was like fangirl and beyond, oh. uh, I think, uh, yeah, we were we were big nerds. Um, he's lovely, though. He's so yeah. lovely. He's yeah, such I a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Such a sweetheart. And he really made us feel it. Well, he tried his best to make us feel at ease, but I think we were still oh. basket cases through the whole interview. <laughs> it was pretty cool. That's it was fun. pretty cool. Oh. Now, when you talk recipes with people, it's kind. It is. You're right. You're talking about like their their family and where it came from. You yeah. you've got some pretty cool like the Sher Robert Sherman. Yeah. So he Robbie. Yeah, Robbie's actually a friend of mine. Um, it's funny because 
they get to be friends, these people, you know, um, anyways. So, yeah, so I've got his dad's recipe and his own recipe in there. Uh, and I think it's so fun because my gosh, the Sherman brothers, uh, you know, it's, it's really, to me, that's old school, classic, um, uh, fame. If that, if, mm -hmm. I hate to use the word fame, but you know what I mean? Like that's, that's like real goes back a long ways. Right. And to be, I, I, I felt really to be, uh, I felt it really, um, I was very honored to actually be able to have the recipes and the stories that I have both in the, in the book series and the cookbook. And, and because it's such an honor, I wanted to do it justice. And, and I felt very, very responsible um, to have something, a product that was platinum, if, if I would mm -hmm. may, uh, mm -hmm. because I, I owe it to these people that trusted me with their work, with their what's close to their hearts, you know? And so, um, yeah, it, it <laughs> I have not done Robert Sherman's. Oh, by the way, when I am at a, a conference and uh, I know there's different celebrities that are in my book, that are going to be there. I make sure their recipe is done. I've tried it, all this stuff. And so in one of the conventions, there was about I think 12 or 13 of them said, oh my gosh, I was cooking up a storm. And, uh, <laughs> I was wondering if, if any, like, which, if you had some favorites out of the... Oh, you know what? So, okay. So I don't know if you've ever had like those, uh, my sister used to send me there, her children's schools would have those little favorite cookbooks, you know, a little coil book of mm -hmm. recipes or fundraisers and stuff. So one thing I'll just back up with the favorite recipe thing is people have asked me, well, did you try all of them yet? I'm like, are you kidding me? I only have like how many hours in a day to write, let alone try it. So I had to trust, I had to trust that the recipes I was getting, they were tried and true and good. And they are. And if you would ask me that question a few months ago, I would have said anything that turns out for me is, is my favorite because I'm not a chef, you know, I follow a recipe, you know, for the best, but I have to say, one of my favorite recipes is unbelievable. So Anthony Daniels, our C-3PO, he gave me an eggplant recipe. Now, I haven't eaten eggplant in 40 years because my mom made it and it was just the grossest thing in the world. She hasn't eaten, <laughs> she hasn't eaten eggplant in 40 years either. And she just came to visit me in the middle of my move. And I had bought two eggplant because I wanted to make her this recipe and change her mind about eating eggplant. But I didn't get a chance to. So I have to wait until she comes back. But anyways... His recipe, oh my God, I, I'll, I'll never forget getting off the plane. I was at a, a convention in California in January. And the first thing I did besides saying hi to my dogs and my kids, that um, not necessarily in that order, <laughs> I, I made the eggplant recipe and I, I made enough so I could have some for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner. Oh, so good. I never knew I was going to love eggplant, like never, ever. So, yeah, but I love a lot of these. And um, there's one recipe that I'm going to tell you about that is not normally found in a cookbook. And I'm going to make it and I'm going to try it. And it's actually dog biscuits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. But they're edible. <laughs> yeah, no, but because, okay, so... Um, they're edible, you know, human consumption. Um, 
but the person who contributed is Princess Jasmine, Linda Larkin, and she's going to be at a convention I'm at at the end of September. So I remember I said I want to make everybody's recipes a try yes. before. So I'm going to do, yeah, I'm going to make hers. Um, and Jafar, um, Jonathan Freeman is going to be there and he's got a pretty elaborate dessert. So I'm going to be like working hard at making sure that turns out for me. But uh, yeah, so I'll be making That's a those. pretty neat way to kind of go through the recipes, though, right? Like if you know you're, you know, that you're going to be seeing them at a convention, that you you got to do those ones, right? Oh, so I you're know. right. You don't have your, you don't have all the time in the world to do 110 recipes, but that's a good way to tackle them. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> I got to get on top of this one. <laughs> I know, and you know, it's so funny because um, there th- there's some recipes that I had tried that now are going to be regularly on my Thanksgiving dinner table because they are so phenomenal. Um, and, and you know what else happened with this cookbook? I never knew. I now love vegetables. I was never a big vegetable fan. I mean, I didn't eat vegetables, but never really care for them. But oh, gosh, the some of the side dishes I got, oh, they were so good. They were so amazing. And I highly recommend. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a healthy cookbook. Except for like, there's parts that are cookies and pies and tarts and stuff like that. But, but it's um, yeah, twelve sections of delicious things, and uh, it's just fun to to be able to try these out. There is one recipe I want to share with you. I don't even know how we're doing for time. So if uh, maybe I'm talking we're, too much, I don't know. No, no, we we're good. good. We're, we're okay. good. Okay. We're good. I'm okay. just thinking I got to make some eggplant from C3PO. Oh. Like how fantastic <laughs> is that? I but. know, right? <laughs> so one recipe. That was my most surprising recipe came from one of the pirates um, in Pirates of the Caribbean, Trevor Etienne, who is a lovely man, just a real lovely human being. Anyways, it was his mom's recipe. And a good thing I got it when I did because she has um, late stage dementia that, you know, she wouldn't even have been able to give this recipe anymore. But this recipe is shark and bake shark shark and i'm like like shark okay. shark yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. The shark? from the like, caribbean yeah 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 and um that's where his family's from and uh it's so funny because he was one of the guys on stage and everybody gave him such a hard time for <laughs> choosing a recipe like that they're like what <laughs> anyway so i'm like okay i cannot disappoint this guy and have him on stage with me and his recipe is the only one i didn't have so i called like five different Asian markets here and they're like no we get but the, they didn't have anything like that and and my and, and a few people said well isn't that illegal I said no 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 shark fin is but not shark meat or whatever so the last guy that I talked to he goes oh just go out and bob for shark you'll get so I'm like what are you talking about how do how in the world would I first of all bob what do you mean by shark? bobbing for shark <laughs> and how would I know that, that what I caught was a shark, you know, like because sharks are different sizes, especially especially in the Pacific Northwest here. So I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not going to go bob for a shark. And it's November. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Anyways, plus I wouldn't know what I was doing. Anyways, I never caught a fish in my life except with a frisbee, which is a true fish story. Anyways, <laughs> it's true. Um, anyway, that's another story. But um, anyway, so. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, okay, what can I use? So rockfish, like something that has the same texture. And you know what? Like, so I'm kind of really worried about this because I'm not a massive seafood person. So I'm mixing all these spices that you can buy anywhere. 
But when you mix them all together, ooh, it's hallelujah moments because they, it's like the Car- the real Caribbean spices. Mm-mm-mm. Very good. And um, same with uh, um, 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 Vince Lozano, who was another part of Pirates of the Caribbean. Eros Compoil with Tostones, um, his special um, dish and adobo is a seasoning that you can buy in a box, but make it from scratch because when you all you can get all you can get all the different spices that go together to make it and it's phenomenal but anyways that was my strangest recipe that I had everything else you know was not that that was strange but I mean it was like it was unusual for me it's not normally on everybody's yeah. shopping yeah. list to pick yeah. up some sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Shark and you, steak. yeah. <laughs> and you know, one of the things too about the cookbook, because it's all like, um, you know, family kind of recipes or their own recipes that, so you don't need any kind of big equipment. Although there is one recipe, it's actually the battle of the peanut butter ice cream between a couple of the guys from Hocus Pocus. And I'm like, okay. I got to get an ice cream maker. So that's the only thing that you would really need to get is an ice cream maker if you wanted to do that. And um, I'm looking at ice cream makers and I decided to go for the Cadillac of ice cream makers that weighs as more than my vacuum cleaner, actually, when I came oh my I didn't carry it in. I know, right? So <laughs> I gave them a hard time. <laughs> this cost me a lot of money and it came from Italy and it weighs more than my vacuum cleaner. But, oh, does it, it makes ice cream in half an hour. It's so lovely. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing about that is both those guys were on stage. And so um, one, had a ve- um, one had a vegan peanut butter ice cream and the other had a regular peanut butter ice cream. And so Larry Bagby had the, he was, he, in, in Hocus Pocus, he was kind of the, the, um bullies kind of one of the bullies he was the, the bigger guy bully and um and then the and um uh Tobias Jelnick was the the bully with the um long blonde hair and he had the regular peanut butter ice cream recipe and it was so funny because it was like they send it in together the duel of the peanut butter ice cream and as they get off stage Larry turns around says to the audience yeah, Tobias's would taste better. <laughs> so he just his own. But I, I, I mean, I like both of them. And if anybody is vegan, they have a vegan peanut butter ice cream recipe, which um, just a little note that um, you don't put coconut milk in the fridge to cool so that you get ice cream quicker because it gets hard. <laughs> so, this that's is a that's my little cooking tip. Yeah. <laughs> You got a coconut ice cube. I yeah. know exactly right. I so as I said, I mean, I'm not a chef, but um, I can follow a recipe, and and everything's uh, pretty much turned out. Yeah, that's cool. That is that is, and the stories that come with it, and and the different people. Like I was looking, like Billy D. Williams. You have a recipe oh, yeah. from Billy D. Williams. Yeah, noodle kugel. Like I'm like, what the heck is that? I had to do it. How to make it? Um, so really tasty. Uh, I, I'd never had it before, but it's noodles and cinnamon and it's kind of like a bread pudding, but with noodles. So, and, and the, the fun thing about it was that he doesn't do anything for anybody. He doesn't, he just doesn't, that's not his thing, but he did for me. And I'm like, yay. Like you have Lando Calrissian's noodle <laughs> recipe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. cool. That so, is yeah. I know. Wow. Is that is that crazy? I know. And then, you know, I didn't expect Annette Fenicella's recipe. Um, so Musketeer Sherry and Annette 
always drove to the studio together because um, back in those days, a lot of the women didn't drive, you know, uh, my grandmother didn't. And um, so Annette was kind of like a, a, a bigger sister, an older sister for Sherry. And uh, but but it was Sharon, my Sharon, that gave me Annette's recipe and it was handwritten. I'm like, oh, is this in Annette's handwriting? She goes, no, it's fine. I'm like, okay, that's fine still too. <laughs> that's so <laughs> good. I know, I know, because I do have some handwritten stuff. Like, so um, I actually have the handwritten notes. They look like two pieces of paper taped in the book of Walt's um, food that he'd like to eat that he gave to his housekeeper, Thelma Howard, that she was his housekeeper and cooked for 35 years. But yeah, it's handwritten. So it's super fun. And he spelt steak wrong. It's so funny. I thought, oh yeah, you're just too creative and you're just writing down like off the top of your head. So he spelt steaked to eat like a steak that you plunge into a vampire. Um, so that was so cute. But being a former Aww. teacher, you know, I pick up stuff like that. And then another recipe. So I'm actually friends with the original Donald Duck, Clarence Nash's daughter. And um, so I have to go to her house and make um, lemon, uh, Myers lemon pies because that was her dad's famous pie thing. But he also loved peanut butter cookies. And she gave me um, that his handwritten recipe card of the cookies. And he always carried a Donald Duck stamp with him. And you could see it stamped is like my favorite cookie recipe on there. But isn't that fun? That is awesome. That is. I know to have that. And then a few of the animators um, and Imagineers, like uh, they, they gave me their recipes illustrated. Um, so it's like I got art in there too that I wasn't expecting. So yeah, it was just super fun. It was, it, you know, th these unexpected um, delights really for me to, um, to get for the cookbook. <laughs> Wow. The joy that all that stuff brings. It's just, and you can hear it. Like you love all this stuff and the people and how kind and generous of them to share this yes. stuff with you and, yeah. and for you to put it out there for everyone. It's just, it's just incredible. One thing I am working officially with Feeding America to um, give partial proceeds um, to Feeding America because I, I just wanted to be able to help, you know, uh, try to, I'm a real proponent of um, service and um, really believe that we are here to serve one another in our time and our talents. And um, so I'm very grateful that I can write a paragraph uh, or two <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and then be able to um, write these books that, um, you know, with, with proceeds going, partial proceeds going to, different people you know I think it's yeah. fantastic that's and such a great charity as well Thank so Kimberly you. all of this so where can everybody buy your books your cookbooks your your original series everything I'm assuming yeah. available on Amazon yes 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 that seems to be the easiest really um you know I, I won't open up the can of worms too much but if somebody wants a signed copy they can also find me on my website positivelydisney.com reach out to me that way um, or through my publicist and um, but you can yeah Amazon anywhere uh, you can also uh, if somebody wants to support their local uh, bookstore they can um, reach out to me and and I can you know supply them with some books or, or whatever so I will make sure that I have all the links uh, in the show notes to your website and to uh, your books on Amazon we'll make sure That's we have good. that as well now sure. 
Kimberly, this has been so much fun. But before we let any of our guests go, we have to ask them to share some pixie dust. Um, something that brought you some joy this week. Anything that brought a smile to your face. Um, what okay. was your pixie dust this Absolutely. week? Absolutely. Well, I mean, this was one of those... Um, one of the most craziest weeks of my life, I would have to admit, because uh, we were in the tail end of getting every single thing out of our house uh, by Monday night. And uh, despite that, and I mean, all my stuff was packed and put on pods and, you know, it's all those little niggly things at the end that you're, you know, trying to figure out what you're going to do with them. But anyways, so uh, I, I had uh, gone out to pick something up and uh, I got back. And there's like the water jug that we, you know, put water in the water dishes with, you know, the dogs filled with roses. Um, and, and it was just in this huge chaos, there were roses for me, for my husband. So that was Aww. nice. Oh, that's awesome. That is so nice. <laughs> Carrie, how come yeah. our pixie dust never sounds like that? No. Oh. <laughs> well, That's incredible. I, know, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. And I thought it was so funny because it's like this old jug, you know, that I used for putting water in the dog dishes. And he was just improvising because I really, you know, I had nothing nothing in my house like everything everything was packed everything was um, gone that's so, so terrific but you still needed yeah. to be given yeah. some flowers so you yeah. figured it out yeah yeah oh. yeah i Kimberly, appreciated cool. that that so. is so fantastic it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you um about your books and and your stories you have such great stories to tell <laughs> Well, thank you. It was so fun meeting you guys. My gosh, it's chatting with you. I really hope I get to meet you like in real life, you know, like face to face sometime because that's something I try to do too. Um, and anybody that, you know, I'm, I, you know, interviewed by or I interview or, or whatever, um, if they're in the same vicinity, I always make the effort uh, to meet them face to face. And then now moving to Orlando, it's going to be not so hit and miss anymore. You know, it'll yeah. be a little easier. So yeah, oh, that's, for um, sure. that brings me joy. That brings me joy too, because I love people and um, I, I, I find it wonderful to um, be able to actually meet you guys and give you a hug, you know? Yeah. Hug. But, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> well, next anyway. time but we're, we're so in Walt much. Disney World, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank well, you good so luck much, with the move and everything. Oh. And we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll connect with you again for sure. When the next book comes out, we want to hear all about it. Okay. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Carrie, that was fun. That was, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm still thinking about Harrison Ford with a hamburger or something, but well, you know um, it's funny. Like I know I la I laughed, and then I and but we probably should have maybe explained a little bit your intense obsession. With <laughs> like Harrison the minute Ford. she said, and then Harrison Ford, and she just talks about him like you know he's just like you know Joe that works down at the car dealership, like and then Harrison Ford, and I'm just like ah, um. So that was kind of funny. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of hungry and I'm thinking... It sounds like an amazing, um, amazing book. Yeah. Like... You know me, like I'm not one to buy those kind of books and stuff like that, but I'm kind of thinking <laughs> I want to try the <laughs> eggplant from C3PO. I love eggplant, so I'm, I'm ready to give that a whirl. So we'll I, I wouldn't even know, like, I don't even know what eggplant looks like, truth be told, but it just, you know, 
C-3PO gave the recipe. You kind of got to think this is... And it sounds neat, like, with, with you know, with what she said, like, the handwritten notes and all that stuff. Like, that yeah. kind of just pluses it up, right? Like, it's not just, yeah, you know, their stories and their recipes. There's There's some things like that in there, too, which is really cool. Yeah, for sure. And when you think about, like, it's funny because at the beginning of the, the interview, we're talking about the cookbook, but we never mentioned food for like the first 10 or 15 minutes because it was so much about the stories and the people and it's so great. Yeah, it's really exciting. So we'll have all the links in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, Carrie. Yep. Here we go. Pixie dust time. Pixie dust time. Pixie dust time. <laughs> Pixie dust time. I feel like, you know, I'm going to actually maybe we got to. Yeah. Go, you go ahead. You go ahead. What's your what's your pixie dust, Carrie? Well, my pixie dust is a, is um, a pretty easy one, I think, for for me this week. Oh, How do you like that? I like that because yeah. so I didn't I was... even ask you before we started, Carrie. You got pixie dust, so I'm yeah. I'm so my pixie dust is that on um, a couple of days ago, I guess on the on the weekend, um, I hung out with some friends from high school, and it was sort of a last minute thing. I was I was going out for breakfast with Glenda, my buddy. Which I've mentioned before, and who also listened to the our t- whatever our fast five, and she said, "Like, oh my goodness, like <laughs> that's probably our episode with like the most comments ever." Uh, what were you guys thinking? You guys are crazy. And that was the one you were like, "I don't think we should even publish this." Anyway, we so just I was going for breakfast with Glenda because we haven't yeah. had breakfast in a long time, and um, she had organized for us to meet with a couple of guys that we went to high school with. Um, so, so we fun. went in for breakfast and then we went for a walk down where we, where we grew up, um, in the South end of our town and we walked and chatted and, you know, we, we connect and see each other a little bit on Facebook. We, we see the one friend once in a blue moon when he comes to town and then the other friend, um, we hadn't seen in a long time, like a long time, a f- quite a few years. So it was a little reunion and we, and we chatted and we reminisced and we laughed a lot and, um, we spent a couple of hours walking around. And just having, having that's a good so time. fun. And so, walking know. around like where you grew up, that's kind of mm-hmm. like it's already kind of nostalgic being there, and then to be there with people that were there with you. Yeah, for sure. It was that's it was cool. really good. So it was nice to connect, and it was a really good a good uh, pixie dust moment. Uh, you know what? And I completely forgot joy. all about it. And I I remember you telling me what a great time you had, and I saw the picture and. And and then I, it never dawned on me that yeah that was your pixie dust. Mm-hmm. That's that's good pixie dust, Carrie. That was good pixie yes. dust. Didn't Excellent. require any Amazon shopping or sticker warehouses. I know. Look at you. She's <laughs> she's expanding her horizons of pixie like dust. I'm, I'm I'm leaving the house now. I'm gonna find some more organic. Uh, I'm going pixie outside. Dust. I'm going out. <laughs> Come and find me, pixie dust. I'm ready for you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Carrie. That's too funny. Uh, what's your pixie dust? Well, now you're going to say like I'm kind of copying you, but I'm not. I swear I'm not. But I we started our return our gradual hybrid return to office. Mm-hmm. Uh so we're doing like one day a week for the next um little bit. And um as much as I dread going into the office, I kind of I kind of liked it. Just for, like, you know, if my boss was listening, I'm not going in five days a week. Like, get that out of your head. But it was nice to, it was so nice to see everybody. Like, and just, and and quite honestly, Carrie, to put on pants. 
it it's <sighs> one of those reminders of so I wore jeans and these are like the big jeans that I bought because I knew my old jeans wouldn't fit me. And it's kind of a reminder when I'm sitting on the couch that I need to move some more because those I'm not buying any bigger ones. Um, but it was nice to kind of get dressed to go out. And I did not wear a stitch of makeup. And I think I said this before on the podcast, too. I have decided no more. If you had told 15-year-old Francine that she would ever leave the house without makeup, I would never have believed you. I would have said you were lying. Now, I've just embraced it. Since COVID, I've just embraced it. This is me, like it or lump it. I like it. Right? I'm just, I'm just over it. I'm, which, which kind of is, is, I have all this makeup upstairs. I don't know what to do with now, but I'm over it. No makeup. On, um, on your gone to work, on the day you went to work, we were chatting on Facebook and we, we were talking about work clothes and I, and I told you about the work <laughs> pants that I have. They're really, really comfy because, and I'm sure we've talked about this before. And if we haven't, I don't know how we did it, but now after COVID there's like dress pants that are like dress yeah. pants, but like they're stretchy. And very, very comfy. Like they're as close to as wearing pajama bottoms, but looking like you're wearing dress pants and they are <laughs> dress pants to work. So I messaged yep. you to I messaged you and sent you some links of, she did. of, uh, of <laughs> pants like that I where I bought my pants and then you messaged back and you're like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll look it up, maybe I'll order some and then I said I ordered, I just spent a hundred dollars. <laughs> I just went on the site to find the pants to send you a link. And you ended up buying a bunch. And I spent. I bought. I bought. Well, I bought a pair of, uh, of like jean capris because I could use a new pair. And I bought a bunch of shirts that like because they had something like that was on discount. And then they had some of their other like I needed just some plain tees and whatever. Um. So yeah, I spent like a hundred dollars. Uh, oh my gosh! Me, like, you know, going online quickly while I'm at work for like you know two yep. seconds to find a link so I can send it to you while I remember. Because otherwise, like three weeks from now, I still wouldn't have sent you the link. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then like click and click 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 it's so easy to do i know and i'm embracing that so my jeans are only good if we end up going two days a week i need like more outfits um so yes i'm going to embrace those stretchy pants that um oh, they're so that you comfortable sent me. yeah because it's just you know what it i think they're everybody's changed pants. they are legit work they are legit like they look like pants. dress pants they but are. they're right they're but made they... of the material they're just very comfortable they're not stretch pants they're not okay. casual they're not oh. casual they are dress pants for work but I they can't... are the comfiest things ever excellent i'm gonna yes so i'm going to order some of those um but yeah it was just it was nice to see people in person and you know just be among just be the like, people hello yeah, I can tell you I was not productive at all. I spent the majority of the day chit-chatting with people. I was late for every meet. Like, from a work perspective, it was no fun. I was late for every single meeting because I had to run from room to room, you know, that stuff. Um, I, and I wasn't very productive because I was just chatting with everybody. But it was nice to see them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now you have a you felt a little bit of joy that I feel when I go to my... Yes. In-person job. Yes, exactly. But not I'm not so back bad, there for see? another, like, another seven or eight days. Like, we're, we're, we're really spreading it out. But, yeah. Wow. But, anyway. Kara, well, this cool. was I like that. This, yeah. So, this was a fun one. And we've got some fun stuff coming up in the next couple of podcasts. Um, but I want to remind everybody, please, please, to leave us a rating and review if you haven't yet. We're loving them. Um... 
and yeah, tell Follow somebody. Pixie Dust fan on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're <laughs> yes, but and you can find Muppet Crazy there too. No, uh, but just, just don't send Dust don't fan. send she her pulls, a message because she, puts, she doesn't check her messages on I Instagram. I sometimes do. I sometimes do. But no, but you'll put little you'll put little voice clips on the on the Instagram story so that yes. you can be reminded of our podcast. And those are kind of fun. They're little snippets. You pick little funny things. I so, try. You know, yeah. Yeah, I leave try. Us, leave us reviews, but also, you know, on Instagram, you can yes. be reminded. And share uh... share the podcast with people if you don't mind. And, you know, take a picture of yourself listening to it and tag us in it. Let us see where you're listening from. Well, thank you guys for listening. And uh, till next week, Carrie. We'll be Bye-bye. Back. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>